Hello, and welcome to Thank You for Toilet Paper, a history of the little things. A podcast where we talk about a few things to be grateful for and the history and stories behind them. I'm your host, Elizabeth Miller. Thank you so much for joining me today. Let's get going. When hot weather begins its approach, for many of us, we look for ways to stay cool. From ice cream and popsicles to cool drinks and spending time in the shade or in the water to find relief from the heat. Air conditioning has certainly made it easier to withstand soaring temperatures, but that wasn't always available to humanity. This is where we find a fan. With evidence showing pictorials of fans dating back to about 3000 BCE, showing the Greeks, Romans, and Etruscans using fans both to keep cool and for ceremonial purposes, and the Chinese using fans in stories and mythology, tying fans to historical and mythological figures in literature, fans certainly have a more colorful history than simply a way to keep cool, but feature both in the art and spiritual lives of our ancestors. In ancient Egypt, the fan was a symbol of royalty, with large ornate fans found around King Tutankhamun's tomb. One fan boasted a gold handle with ostrich feathers, and another was made of ebony, with gold and valuable stones. Beyond valuable fans used to keep the royalty in rich cool, Simple fans were also used as practical objects for more than just keeping cool, but also to help start fires in the home's hearth. These types of fans were made of palm fiber. Fans also took the place of some birds, as birds had been kept for their beauty and song, but also for the flapping of their wings, which would create a cool breeze. In fact, in ancient India and China, there are also links between the words for fan and birds, or bird wings. Typically, the earlier fans were not of a folding variety, but were rather a fixed fan, more like a paddle. With both Japan and China laying claims to the invention of the hand fan, each has a different origin story. The Japanese hand fan is said to have taken its inspiration from bat wings, while the Chinese hand fan was possibly invented after seeing a woman using a mask to fan herself. In ancient China, one of the earliest examples of fans that we have found was excavated from Mawangdui tomb in Hunan, in the Hunan province, dating back to the 2nd century BCE. Although fans existed long before that, the artifact is made of, quote, two woven bamboo side-mounted fans, close quote, according to an article entitled Fans in Antiquity, found on fancircleinternational.org. The Chinese character for fan is made up of two characters for door and feather. In ancient China, while both men and women carried fans, there were specific rules to what type of fan a person could carry, according to their rank and status. Fans could also be used to sidestep some greetings and rituals. If meeting a person of equal rank, one could simply hide one's face with a convenient fan to avoid rituals for greeting. These fans were initially made of feathers and even peacock feathers, and eventually silk was used as a way to economize fans. In the 7th century, fans also became an important part of dance, the fan dance to be specific, which like makes sense for <laughs> what's used in the dance. Fans are essential in fan dances from Korea and Japan as well. It is a beautiful dance full of grace and precise movement. Although previously the belief was that the fan came to Japan from China by way of Korea, Current beliefs argue that the folding fan itself was actually invented in Japan in about the 6th or 9th century BCE, and then taken to China in about the 9th century BCE. Although the screen fan continued to be used in China after the introduction of the folding fan, which did indeed rise in popularity very quickly. 
The folding fan was introduced to the Emperor of China by a Japanese monk in 988, according to Song Sui. In the 11th century, Korean envoys also presented Korean folding fans to the Chinese court. In Korea, every dano the king would present a fan to a vassal who would further distribute white fans to elders and indebted persons, and the tradition of exchanging hand fans continued to spread and be popular. When the folding fans came to Europe via the trade route, they were reserved for royalty, the wealthy, and were seen as status symbols and elegant toys. These European folding fans were made of mother-of-pearl, jewels, gold, ivory, tortoise shell, silver, and more. The leaves of the fan, or the part covered in material like lace or paper, were often painted with decorative scenes or patterns, and the artists who created these paintings eventually formed guilds, such as the Worshipful Company of Fan Makers. Ancient Romans also used fans of a circular nature. In the ancient Americas, among the Aztecs, Mayans, and other cultures, fans made of feathers were also highly in use. Although because of the nature of feathers, few are preserved. There is, however, a fan that still remains intact that was once owned by Montezuma, the Aztec emperor, on display in the Museum of Ethnology of Hofburg in Vienna. This was part of the treasure Cortes sent back to Spain in 1524. In Spain as well, fans were particularly important as they were used for royalty, as well as an integral part of the flamenco dance. In the Dark Ages, fans were used for religious purposes in Europe, with the flabella, specifically the flabella of Monza, also nicknamed Queen Theodolinda's fan, was a liturgical object for the church. Queen Theodolinda was queen of the Lombards in the 6th century. This fan is the earliest surviving example of a fan that we have from Europe. In the 17th century, most fans were still fixed fans, or more like paddles. Folding fans rose in popularity by the end of the 17th century. Although folding fans had taken over as the leader by the end of the 17th century, fixed feather fans were still seen as markers of the bourgeoisie or the less wealthy. Part of what led to this spread of fan craftsmen spreading out from France had to do with the Edict of Nantes being revoked in 1685. After it was revoked, fan craftsmen spread out from France to other parts of modern-day Europe, taking their trade with them. By the 18th century, folding fans were everywhere, also imported from the Far East and East India trading companies. France was particularly fond of fans during King Louis XIV's reign. France was also the go-to place for fans. King Louis XIV's mistress, Madame de Pompadour, owned a fan that was nine years in the making, contained ten miniatures, and was made of pieces of lace and paper, among other decor, and cost about $30,000. In North America in the 1700s, fans were more a part of the everyday life than the grand and fancy toys and amusements of the rich and royal. Fans for the Shakers, for example, were made of paper or straw. In 1866, a man by the name of Hunt created a factory for fan-making, which implemented an innovative mechanical means of sticking the paper fan material the leaf to the fan sticks or ribs of the fan. During the 18th century, we also had the development of the printed folding fan, which increased manufacturing ability and also gave greater accessibility to the masses. Traditionally, the art from fans in Europe often depicted scenes from the Bible, but with mass manufacturing, the art turned to more popular activities of the time, including prints of the popular game of whist. Also during the century, we saw a rise in popularity of the wind-up fan which worked in a similar fashion to a wind-up clock. By the 19th century, smaller fans had become more popular in Europe, while on the flip side, in the second half of the 19th century, this was also the time in which Europe saw some of its most decadent fans, created and signed by a variety of artists and artisans. 
The art of the fan began to follow general art styles of the time, including Impressionism, Japanese art styles, Art Deco, and more come the 20th century. Aside from the uses we've covered so far, fans have many other uses. They have been dance and theater programs. They've been used to swipe flies from sacred artifacts. They've been used as trays, as a means to hide one's face, to emphasize the end of your sentence, as a dance card, or even to send signals. For the time following a funeral, there were also special mourning fans that would be used for weeks or months. These fans were often black and sometimes had inscriptions on them. For example, we turn to Purdue's website student engagement and activism, and their information on mourning fans, in which they quote an inscription from one widow's mourning fan from 1751 that reads, quote, Here lies Fred, who was alive and is dead. Had it been his father, I'd much rather. Had it been his brother, still better than another. Had it been his sister, no one would have missed her. Had it been the whole generation, still better for the nation. But since tis only Fred, who was alive and is dead, there is no more to be said. Close quote. Fans were even used for advertising early in the 20th century. These fans advertised for hotels, politicians, ships, shops, and funeral homes. These fans were usually made of paper and the leaves could be replaced, which is where the saying, out with the old and in with the new, comes from. They were talking about fans. There was a lot that could be said with fans beyond inscriptions and advertising. As we go back again to the online exhibit on fans by Purdue, we find some instructions from the publisher of The Spectator, one Joseph Addison, and his notes on, quote, how to fan a flirt, close quote. And here they are, his notes, quote, carrying a fan in the left hand signified desirous of acquaintance. Allowing a fan to rest on your right cheek meant yes, and the left meant no. Placing the fan on the left ear signified you have changed. Drawing a fan across the forehead meant we are watched. Drawing a fan across the eyes meant, I'm sorry. That also just sounds painful to me, but maybe people close their eyes? It's fine. I'm pretty sure I would accidentally do it with like open eyes and then I would be sorry. Back to the quote. <laughs> Opening a fan wide meant, wait for me. Dropping a fan meant, we could be friends. Fast fanning meant, I'm married. <laughs> Swift drawing of a fan through the hand meant, I hate you. Placing the handle of a fan to the lips meant, kiss me. Twirling a fan in the left hand meant, I wish to be rid of you. Twirling a fan in the right hand meant, I love another. An open fan held in the right hand in front of the face meant, follow me. Close quote. So now we know a few more ways to signal with fans. In fact, the idea of using fans to send secretive messages was actually a marketing ploy from the 19th century and less a fact of society from previous years. In a folding fan, you have a couple different parts and pieces. These include the monture, which acts as the structure of the fan, the skeleton, if you will, which also includes guards, which are larger pieces at the end of the folding fan, which protect the fan when it's closed. There are the ribs, which is the part of the fan where the leaf or mount is found, the leaf is the part of the fan usually made from material like leather, lace, or paper. And again, this was the part that you could change for out with the old and in with the new. Now, when it comes to how fans actually keep us cool, well, that has to do with airflow and evaporation, as well as dispersing hot air from around the fan user. Fans have played an important part in keeping us cool, both literally and figuratively. I don't know about you, but I kind of want to practice like those hand signals, the fan signals. I don't have anywhere I could practice it, I don't know if like you do that on a bus. I don't think anyone would get that. <laughs> but, 
but it definitely seems like a chic way to communicate, particularly with the recent popularity of things like Bridgerton and the perpetual love that Jane Austen will always receive <laughs> and the Regency era. So, whether you are using it to send secret messages, or simply to keep yourself cool, or perhaps showing off your wealth and stature, or maybe just keeping flies at bay, fans have been a versatile tool for humanity for many years, and hopefully for many years to come. There's nothing quite like ending your sentence with a fan close. <laughs> That's it for this week. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you have a marvelous day. Take care. Thank you.